Welcome to He Restores My Soul with Jannie Ortland and Heidi Howerton, where you can find encouragement for your busy life through God's renewing mercies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to He Restores My Soul with Jannie Ortland and Heidi Howerton, who is actually here today. Welcome, Heidi. Oh, thank you, Jannie. It's so nice to be sitting across the table from you, having a moment to do this together. Yes, thank you for all it took for you to do this. Oh, oh you're I, so kind, Jannie. It's my pleasure to do this. What an honor. What an honor to sit and talk about the Lord together and read scripture. It's so sweet to just spend a few minutes with you reflecting on how amazing the Lord is. Well, thank you for that attitude. My goodness, I love you, Heidi, (laughs) and I'm so grateful for you. Well, here it is, the week before Thanksgiving. I know. Can you believe Thanksgiving is already next week? I mean, I feel like the whole month of November went by in a blink. It did. I know it did. My goodness. Well, we want to do a couple things. On this podcast, we want to talk about Thanksgiving. We want to let you get to know us a little bit better, but we also want to encourage you because we know that this Thanksgiving 2020 is going to be difficult for some of our listeners, isn't it, Heidi? Mm-hmm. We know that with the pandemic, some of you, your tables might be emptier. You might not be getting together with family like you normally do. Or even if you are, there might not be me- as many people there. Yes. It just, COVID has really, everything looks a little bit different in life these days. It does. And some uh, women are worried for their parents. Their parents want to travel and they do not want them to because of their age, yeah, and others, as you said, may have someone missing from their table. Some families have been struck with COVID, and they're just too sick yeah. to have a Thanksgiving. We have friends like that, don't we, Heidi? Yeah, we and others, as you say, their travel plans may be stymied or thwarted because of COVID. So, we, Heidi and I realize that, and we are praying that the Lord will restore your soul and give you reasons for thanksgiving as you listen today. I wonder, Heidi, maybe you could tell our listeners what your Thanksgiving plans are. Do they look the same for you this year, or are they different? You know what? They actually, thankfully, look the same for us this year. Although I wouldn't say that we have a tradition. I think it varies year to year. Some years, Mike and I just want to celebrate Thanksgiving with just our little family. And so we've done that in the past. And other years, like this year, we will visit with some extended family. Um, I'm thankful that my mom and her husband and my aunt and uncle, they're very cautious of the virus. And so we feel like we all have been cautious that we can come together and celebrate. So I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. And wow. I'll be making the turkey, Jannie. That's my favorite part of the whole Thanksgiving is getting really? up at 6 a.m. And I don't really like gutting the turkey. I have Mike gut the turkey, but we'll like gut the turkey and wash it and season it and make the stuffing and put it in the oven. So we'll just be, I'll be cooking all day and we'll be having two families over for dinner that night. Wow. And 
do any of these families have children? It sounds like they're all adults. They're all adults this year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, the Lord bless you in that. We'll be thinking of you as you make that turkey. Yes, make the turkey and all the sides. Oh, I love hosting Thanksgiving. What will you be doing this year for Thanksgiving, Janie? We'll be staying here, and one of our children, our daughter Krista, and her family are going to be able to come. They have three small children, and so we're grateful for that. We actually will be having our dinner at a friend's home, Aww. our dear friends, the Perry. Yes, I was wondering if it was You bad. know Melinda and John and Rachel. We've always celebrated Thanksgiving with them, so it's a fun tradition for us, and Melinda's going to cook this year, so I won't be doing the turkey, but somehow I think I might find a reason to <laughs> make a turkey that week because I love all the leftovers. Yes, I love the leftovers too. That's one of the reasons I always volunteer to host and do the cooking. Do you ever make turkey soup? Yes, or turkey sandwiches. Nothing oh, like yes. having a bun and some turkey on it and eating all the mashed potatoes and everything on the side. And yes. I could eat that for lunch every day after Thanksgiving. I know what you mean. It can feed us for a couple of weeks. Yes. Can it? I love that. One big day of cooking and then the leftovers. Yes, and then the leftovers for one to two weeks. Mm -hmm. Good. Oh, well, we do hope, dear listener, that you will be able to to celebrate with someone. I know some of you won't be able to. I think of one young single friend we have who is uh, caring for her father in a facility where she's the only one allowed in to see him. And she can't really leave. She is in his hospital room and free for about 25 minutes, I think she told me a day, to go out and just walk a little bit in the facility area, um, she's going to be alone this Thanksgiving, and it's hard. Some of you may find yourselves there as well. So what does the Lord have to say to us wherever we are, in whatever circumstance we find ourselves? Because Thanksgiving is one time each year where we as a nation have the opportunity to stop and think about the things that we do have to be thankful for. We, we get to turn our minds from the hard circumstances, the difficult ones like our single young friend, so difficult. Sometimes grief or, or loneliness or, or bitterness can cloud our spirits, but the Bible very wonderfully teaches us that a thankful heart can really help our spirits. The Bible teaches that all of life is a gift from God. From Genesis 1 through the end of Scripture, He has created all things. And so let's turn our eyes toward Him for just a few minutes and think what the Bible has to say about Thanksgiving. I think right away of Psalm 118, verse 1, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Our, our thanksgiving turns to him and we concentrate on him because he is good. And he has steadfast love that will endure forever. Our earthly trials will end someday but never his steadfast love. I was going to say, Janie, that's when sometimes when I find myself walking through a heavier, hard season, one of my favorite things to do is just write down the promises of God that I can be thankful for and that I can cling to. Yes. You know, like 
God's steadfast love endures forever, or He loves me and my children more than I could possibly imagine. He promises to turn all things for good to those who love Him. Mm -hmm. He promises to always be with us, never forsake us. He promises to turn the darkness before us into light. And I'll make a list of those, and I'll just pray through those and thank the Lord, even in the midst of my grief. God, thank you that these promises are true and that this is something I can hold on to. That's so good, Heidi. It really is good because we serve a promise-keeping God. Mm. He will keep all those promises. I think that's so wise Mm. to have a list of promises you can go back to. And even if your heart doesn't feel like it, you can say them. Mm -hmm. Do you find the Lord works in your heart as you do that? I always do. I can't think of a time that I've done that exercise and not left feeling hopeful and thankful because there's hope in who our God is. There's hope that He promises to never leave us. And so no matter what grief-stricken, hard place I would find myself in, Jesus is right there with me. And I can't meditate on that promise without feeling hopeful and without feeling His comfort. Hmm. That's so good. Sometimes, Heidi, for me, along with the promises of God, which I love to review and claim and meditate on as well, I like to think about His wondrous works. Psalm 107.8 says this, Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wondrous works to the children of man. Mm. I mean, sometimes I just look at our little black lab and I think God thought up dogs. The, the world didn't have to have puppies in them, in it, to make it the world. He, he could have created a world without puppies and dogs, but he thought up dogs. That's a wondrous work. Our little Nixie is yes. a wondrous work. I love your little Nixie. Or Jenny, I just think of fires yes. and like the warmth that they bring and that crackling sound. You know, God didn't, he could have just, we didn't need a fire. Well, I guess we kind of did because we needed some warmth, but he could have just made it be a fire. And the fact that it has that crackle and that warmth and that it it moves and changes shape, that brings me so much comfort. I love sitting in front of the fire reading my Bible every morning. Mm. That reminds me of another thing that I love about God. He created color. You know, he could have created a black and white world. Mm. He didn't have to create color. But think of all the glorious color, even in a sunset or a sunrise or in a friend's eyes or in the fall season. Most of the leaves are down now, but the past few weeks have been glorious. Mm, They have been. Yes. I think of community. I'm so glad that God made friends like you, Jeannie Ortland, like friends to share our joys with and our sorrows with, friends that we can reach out to. I'm so thankful for community. Yes. Oh, that's so important these days, isn't it? I think we realize how important it is since we've been confined in partial or complete lockdowns. We've had to be so cautious. And yeah, I agree, Heidi. I'm grateful for your friendship and the friendship of others who love the Lord. I I can't let the wondrous works of God go by without talking about food. (laughs) I was just thinking, can I say coffee? I'm so thankful for his wondrous work of coffee. Yes. What foods are you thankful for? Well, you know how I love tea, but kind of a long coffee. I love chocolate. Ah. Oh, dark chocolate. 
Mm, I, I mean, think of all the different foods. Mm-hmm. We feed ourselves three times a day or more with snacks in between, and usually it's a variety of foods at each meal. God could have said, well, as he fed the children in the wilderness, I'll, gi- I'll give everyone manna and water, and there we go. But no, he has given us so much. He's such a God of variety. What a wondrous work. Well, we could go on and on, Yes, we? we could. But let's, let's uh, turn the podcast now to some of the scriptures that we have about Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm, there's so many. There really are. And why Thanksgiving is good for us, healthy for us, helpful for us, even in our dark times when we feel we have nothing to be thankful for. Heidi, would you read Romans 1, 21 for us? For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts darkened. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm. They did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him. And so their hearts darkened. I think the Lord is telling us here, that thanksgiving helps keep our hearts and minds healthy. It's hard for a thankful spirit to wander in the recesses of depression and darkness day after day. Thanksgiving can really help. Now, obviously, we oftentimes need other help, counseling, sometimes medication, all of these things that God has made available to us. But thanksgiving is one of the tools that he uses to keep our hearts and minds healthy. It says again, for they, although they knew God, they didn't honor him as God or give thanks to him. And they became futile. That means their minds thought about trivial things or vain things like, well, I don't deserve this. I deserve better. Or Their thoughts were ineffective. They couldn't get to the other side of what they needed to think through. And their hearts darkened. So thanksgiving is one of the means God has given us to keep our minds in the light, our souls following God. It's interesting to me that Paul tells us in Ephesians 5.20 that we're to give thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a hard one, Janie, giving thanks for everything. That's really hard for me, Heidi. I know when we lost our first baby, it took me a long time before I could thank God for that. Eventually, I was able to thank Him for being God and knowing what was best for this baby and knowing what was best for our family. But it's really hard to give thanks always and for everything. I know I'm not like that. Paul says again in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, after he's told us to pray without ceasing, he says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Somehow, if I'm wondering what God's will is for me in this situation— I know at least I can give thanks for it. Mm -hmm. Lord, 
how can I thank you for that deer jumping out at Ray and his crashing my new car? <laughs> you know, how do I? Well, I don't know, but I'm supposed to. So, Lord, help me. I'm going to thank you for that deer. You knew that deer. It was your creature. You created it. And for some reason, you wanted Ray to hit it. Maybe it's saving the life of some child in the car behind him. I don't know. But I will thank you for it in all circumstances. What are some of the circumstances that are hardest for you to thank God in, Heidi? Um... I mean, I always, the Lord has just presented Mike and I with some different medical challenges over the years and having to go to my endocrinologist, you know, for labs every two months and having to get various scans done. Those are always hard circumstances for me to give thanks in. Yes. You know, thankfully, I'm almost five years out, and so I can see many of the blessings that have come from that. So I feel like in some ways I'm on the other side where I can say, Lord, you really use that in Mike and I's life. You taught us how to love other people in suffering. But even in those moments when it's hard, I if I can't thank God for that circumstance, I love how it says, give thanks in all circumstances. In every circumstance I find myself in, I can always find something to give God thanks for, even if it's not that particular circumstance right then. I can say, but God, here are all the blessings that you've given me in my life, and here is who you are in my life. You know, we can always find some blessing that God's given us to be thankful for. Yes, that's good. That's good, Heidi. Well, let's keep talking about other benefits of thanksgiving. Here's one in Psalm 6930. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. Our thanksgiving magnifies Him. Yes, it's almost a form of adoration in a sense, how we're called to adore God. Yes, yes. And I feel when we thank God, when we offer Him thanksgiving— even in all circumstances, it puts the spotlight on him. In a sense, we have a magnifying glass on him, and it makes him uh, bigger to us, at least. We're concentrating on him. We're showing all of his glories when we thank him for who he is. So thanksgiving magnifies God. Thanksgiving helps us to pray. Think of Philippians 4, 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. It helps us, thanksgiving helps us turn everything, all those requests over to God. Lord, I need you here. I thank you that you're listening. I thank you that you've brought me to this day. I thank you that you're going to see me through it. And ultimately, this obstacle is not the end of my story. You are. So in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. There's that open invitation. Bring them all here, Janie. Just pour them out before the Lord, but with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving helps us pray. Finally, I love that Thanksgiving is part of what heaven will be like. Heidi, would you read Romans 7, 12? And let me just set up the stage here. This is while the angels and elders and the four living creatures are before the throne of God. They're worshiping him. And what are they doing? They're saying amen. 
blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Hmm. Did you hear that word, thanksgiving, in there? I think we're going to spend eternity thanking God. I think we will never be able to run out of reasons to thank Him. And so Thanksgiving restores our souls by getting our hearts off the heavy things and onto God, our King and Savior, who is working all things according to His purpose and from whom we will never, ever be separated. We are so thankful for you, aren't we, Heidi? We are so thankful for our listeners. Yes, we're really grateful that they listen week by week, and we want to wish them a happy Thanksgiving. We do want to let them know that next week we will be taking the week off and spending the time with our families. So we will not have a podcast episode published next week, but we will be with you the week after. But we just, we wish you all a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is generously funded through Renewal Ministries. If you would like to discover more about Jannie and Ray's ministry or make a donation, visit their website at renewalministries.com. If you have a question for Jannie or would like to learn more about this podcast, please visit our website at herestoresmysoul.org.